his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. And we are back with the Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. Uh, we got the most convoluted thing I've seen in a long time coming on the text board here. I I was, uh, you know, uh, not that we're going to do the whole show on Aunt Jemima because we're not, but uh, removing Aunt Jemima from the, uh, the syrup and the pancakes and whatever. Uh, and uh, they were very happy. I say they, the, the ones who, who made this happen. They were very happy that that's a big plus for them. When I said I never had a negative thought about Aunt Jemima. I never had any kind of a thought about Aunt Jemima except for the fact that if I saw the, the logo, that indeed I'd be happy because something good was coming. Either pancakes or the syrup, but something I liked. All right? So somebody sends me a text saying, uh, calling me a fool basically, but saying you don't think like that because you were never taught. Okay? So basically, there was a song in the Broadway musical of South Pacific called You've Got to Be Taught. And what it is, is you've got to be taught to hate. And if that texter is saying that I wasn't taught by my school system or I wasn't taught by my family, well, they're absolutely right. I, my father or mother did ne- never said, you see this woman on the uh, syrup here? Uh, she uh, she was basically a, a servant, uh, a, a lesser. She's she's not in our category. Not that we had a category. We were too poor to have a category. But if we did, okay, she's not one of us. Never. Never had one of those. So basically, I'm being chastised because I never thought of Aunt Jemima as less than the rest of us. Ever. And so I, I don't think you have to apologize for that. My parents were not racist. They're not going to think like that. I never heard my father or mother utter anything like that. Uh, And neither did they do that in school. Of course, I didn't go to school in an area where they might promote that kind of a thought. So maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe I'm just not a good candidate to hate somebody. All right, let's go to um, Mary. uh, No, uh, yeah, let's go to Mary first on line four. Mary, you're on WBEN. Oh, good morning, good morning. My husband's just saying the mail came in. Uh, hi, Sandy. Oh, it's better than the, your husband saying the mailman came in, I can tell you that. Yes. Go ahead, Mary. <laughs> girl. <laughs> male girl. But uh, anyway, uh, this McDermott is, I'm glad you got this topic because you you keep saying on your station, they say, um, you know, you, we get the news and all this stuff, and you decide, listen, what the hell is it? When, what is uh, McDermott going to do when he 
their their life those coaches' lifespans are like a, a butterfly. Okay, what if if the Pagulas decide, hey, we're getting rid of this guy? Whatever he says now is going to be all the players are going to have to the next coach is going to have to abide by that. It should be separate. When you make a contract as a coach, you sign up. Whatever you sign up for, you're signing up as a coach. You're not signing up as a, with your politics. You want to do that, join all these things after, out, you know, off the job. Don't subject the fans to your stupid beliefs. Just because. Yeah, he, what he said is that. basically is the, the short version is he's all in with anything the players want to protest. Yeah. What I'm saying is they might have one thing to protest now. Ow. Players want the individual spotlight. They're, you saw it when they were all having their home run celebrate, not home run touchdown celebrations, and it'll happen with this too. And the and the coach has put himself in a position where he has to be part of it. But the first time I see them all kneeling, uh, like we they're starting to show baseball teams uh, doing it, high school baseball teams. I'm out. I'm done. I'm not going to subject myself to it. I'm, I'm sick of it. That that should be separate. Okay, sports is sports. Politics is politics. They're, what they're doing is they're ruining, like Tony's guys, his kids, he's with the football teams, the baseball teams, and everything else. Parents get their kids involved in sports. They're get, not involving their kids in politics. They're involving, if the coach is a good coach, fine. That's all they need to know. You know, you bring up a good point. Tony, jump in on this with me and Mary, or Mary and I. Okay. Uh, uh, what happens if one day uh, your son comes home and starts saying things What you don't know where he got them, you find out he got them from the coach of his football team, and, and they're going to protest something at the next game. So what do you do? Well, since I am his coach, uh, that would be pretty so difficult. So it wouldn't be you, yeah. Uh, let's, pretend <laughs> it, let's pretend you're not. Let's pretend somebody else is his coach. Okay, if Nick came back and said, yeah, we're going to uh, take a knee during the national anthem, uh, during our, our football game, uh, I think I would probably keep him home that day. I said, no, you're not going to play. Oh, yeah, I think that's the right thing. Because uh, as much as we love football, it's not more important than our country. Mary, I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Let's go to my friend uh, Don on line two. Don, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy, and good morning, Tony. How are you guys today? Well, we're doing okay, and you're the only one out there in the audience that knows about my love of football and how long it's been there. But what's on your mind today? Well, first of all, first things first, uh, I was very happy to hear about you, how your test turned out. Oh, thank you. And for everybody else that cares, which is... Yeah, undetectable on my PSA, which is great. That's great. Glad to hear that. Uh, As far as the subject goes, uh, I'm going to make three quick comments. One, I totally agree with Joe Beamer on how he looks at it. Why does it have to be part of the... uh, national anthem why can't they have a separate way of kneeling for something else and that way there it should not offend anybody and uh, yeah i mean that's a good solid position right secondly i'm probably going to be like tony uh i i will watch reluctantly i will not watch the kneeling part but the way things are going uh you may not have to watch it either because apparently they're not going to let any fans in the stadium. And if they run a commercial during the time they would be doing this, you wouldn't see it anyway. 
Yeah, the easiest thing is to, is to not show it on television because they're going to want max. Well, max usually means in Buffalo, 73,000-seat stadium full, but that's not going to happen. And if you're going to only have a fraction of that and it's not on television, uh, it's hardly worth kneeling. Yeah, really. Uh, but let's be honest about it, and this is going to come right from the commissioner, right through the owners. Everybody on that team is, is going to kneel, whether you're a coach or what. You're going to kneel because they can't have dissension on a team. That, that's the end of a team as soon as that happens, whether you like it or not. Well, I don't know if that's completely true. I'll tell you why. When we were going to four consecutive Super Bowls, our nickname was the Bickering Bills. And we did have bickering. Tony, jump in here. I, I forget who 1989, was 1989, Ronnie Harmon uh, causing division in the uh, locker room, as I remember. Uh, so did uh, another one of the offensive linemen who was then caught. So after those two were let go, then the Bills found success. Uh, but they uh, failed. What do they fall to Cleveland? I think it was in the year that they were referred to the Bickering Bills. But that was only one year. Yeah, but we were called the Bickering Bills. So these guys are all good at what they do, and it's playing football, but they're also uh, people who have been pampered individually, so they want their moment in the sun. So I don't know if, if one cause is going to fit all. I think you might see it bleeding out into other spots when they're doing other things. Well, uh, I'm, I'm not going to disagree with what you just said. However... Uh, I heard the year was 1989. Uh, we're not in 1989 anymore, and I think things have changed drastically the way people look at things uh, since that time. That's just my opinion. I could be all wet there. And, you know, it's, it's really hard. Optics mean a lot. It's really hard to look at a, uh, at a football team where I think the minimum – I think right now has reached a million dollars. That's the minimum. So that everybody playing that game is making a million dollars plus and hear about hardship and, and hear about you don't understand the pain we're going through. Uh, it's, I know that you shouldn't judge everything by money, but this is in America. That's how you keep score. Uh, is I forgot who made that statement, but it's true. That's how you keep score. And they should know they're in a game where you keep score. Don, I have to run, but thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Yeah, I remember one other thing, Sandy. If you uh, recall, Thurman Thomas uh, called out Jim Kelly, who had called out House Ballard. And I'm pretty sure that this was in 1989. And then Marv Levy made them both stand in front of the podium and issue statements. And I think that's where the friendship really grew between Thurman and Jim. Well, Marv, Marv Levy, if you're going to follow somebody in coaching and elevate them, I think Marv Levy is a good example because he understood that football is certainly about football. That seems a little dumb to say, doesn't it? But it's not because some people forget that and they make other things more important than what they're doing when what they're doing is what they get paid for. And he, you know, he explained there's more to life than just that. Well, he believed yeah. in treating players like men. You yeah, know, he's, he didn't exactly talk down like to men. them. You're yep. men. You have personal responsibilities, and he gave them leeway to do that. 
Men, 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 men. Okay, it's raining men. We'll be back with more Beach and Company, and this time when I come back, I'm going to read the right commercial on News Radio 930 WBEN. Let us go to line one. That would be Chuck in Clarence. Chuck, you're on WBEN. Hi, Sandy. Hello, Chuck. Great, great show. Great show. Thank you. Um, I wanted to talk about something I thought was really important um, that happened, what was it, a week ago at Byron Brown's press conference with Josh Norman, a couple other football players, and uh, a group called Free the People, I think they were called. Josh, and I'm going to quote him, he said, if things don't get done, we are strategize, we will strategize, mobilize, and uprise. And he said, Mayor Brown, and he turned to Mayor Brown, and he said, and you don't want that, Mayor Brown. That's a whole different game plan. We don't want looting, and we don't want things burned down. And I could not believe that one, not one member of the press or even Mayor Brown uh, made him clarify that. But to me, I took it as a veiled threat. And well, it's certainly if you're if that's a quote, it is a threat. Not much question about that. There were, he said more, but those lines I specifically, it's online. You can see it. I, I got it on WGR, and the full the full speech is there, and his body English and everything else, uh, was taken as a threat. And I couldn't believe the the press didn't say anything. Well, it, you know, as far as I'm concerned, we don't have to import people who are going to threaten. Uh, violence. That's not necessary. Uh, uh, Byron Brown has been doing uh, pretty well lately, uh, more than I expect from him. Uh, but if, if that was a legitimate uh, quote, I would think he should have uh, said something. Yeah, go ahead and uh, you know, let's, let your listeners uh, look it up. Um, it's, I had exact quotes there. I really did. But like I said, he said more. And I don't want uh, to quote anything else. But those are exact quotes. See what I what I what I'm afraid of is, ba- uh, football players are basically like sheep. They really are. They're taught the herd mentality. In order to be successful as a team, we have to think as one. And if one thinks uh, uh, like the quote you just gave, the others that don't take part of it seem like they're on the outside. They don't want to be on the outside. They want the protection of being in the herd. Uh, so as I said. Uh, they can be big, strong, fast, athletic, but they're not necessarily individuals. But yet they want the publicity of individuals. And all it takes is one person like that in the locker room to really uh, screw things up. Would you agree with that, Tony? Absolutely. Uh, when you have decision in your locker room, it's a cancer. It kills a team. I've been around many teams where the teammates did not get along and uh, never had a winning record. You'll always lose. Yeah, so not only would you be giving up your belief system in a, in a situation like that, you're not even going to win on the field with a situation like that. And to a lot of people, that's even more important. Thanks for the heads up, Chuck. Uh, we will check it out. Sandy, I saw an interesting quote. It says something like, shut the news off, talk to your neighbor, and you'll find out that we're a lot more harmonious than we are led on to believe. Oh, yeah. Uh, You can't go by the talking points on television. I mean, Rush Limbaugh does this all the time to prove 
he'll take a talking point and uh, play it from uh, one of the uh, news outlets. Then he'll play it with a different news outlet, a different person saying the exact same thing. So, uh, and over and over and over, just play one after another after another, clip, 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 and they're all saying the exact same thing. Well, that doesn't happen by accident. It happens by uh, people trying to control what you believe in and what, what is the best thing to get you to believe in something? Repetition. The more, it's just like the big lie with Goebbels in, line in uh, World War II. The more you say something, the more is heard over and over and over again, the more likely people will believe it. It's called the big lie. And we have it here. It's in our press, and we have it here every single day. Let's take a break and return on News Radio 930. This is WBEN. karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. All right, we are back with The Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. I'd like to correct something uh, that I heard earlier on the news with uh, Tom Puckett at 11.30. He misspoke. Uh, I I think we should be aware that he was talking about the Supreme Court ruling on DACA going against the president. That was correct. But then he mentioned that the president's first-term run-up uh, in the uh, in the campaign for the first term that the president had an anti-immigrant uh, agenda. Uh, he did not have an anti-immigrant agenda. He had an anti-illegal immigrant agenda. And so that's why he wanted the walls. That's why a lot of the campaign was, uh, was directed at this. And uh, maybe Tom Puckett just misspoke. Let's hope that that is the case because we want it. We want we want in, intelligent, correct information uh, given from anything you hear on Radio 930. Unless it is labeled uh, labeled uh, a, uh, a uh, uh, kind of like an editorial piece, but that wasn't. That was labeled as fact, and it was not. Thank you. All right. 803-0930-1800-616-9236 and star 930. It is a Beach and Company. Let's go to line two which would be uh, Dennis in Lockport. Dennis, you're on WBEN. 
Yeah, good morning, Sandy. I hope you had a good week. Uh, Thank you. Yes, I did. Uh, anytime you say you're cancer-free, at least now, I'm cancer-free. It makes me feel great. Oh, good. I'm happy for you because you are one heck of a radio host. Well, thank you. What can I do for you today? What's going on? Well, they're picking on Aunt Jemima, and I love pancakes, and I love Aunt Jemima, and I would like to put my head when I'm having a bad day in her bosoms and not to be, you know, just... <laughs> You're lo- Wait a minute. You're lusting after Aunt Jemima? Maybe, what, for her her pancakes, of course. You know, so... So and 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 Uncle and Uncle Ben's I, I I I'm having me and my dogs and we're, we've been locked down and we've got all these Uncle Ben rice products that are just fantastic and I can picture myself riding on a train having a having a good rice meal. I'd rather go with Aunt Jemima. I like pancakes better than rice. So Uncle Ben, I'm not that hepped uh, up on, but Aunt Jemima meant good eating. It's it, it's a wonderful thing, and it's terrible that everything's got to be in black and white, and we can't have a little, little... Yeah, it's too bad everything is framed in, ma- in black and white. You know, you would think, if you were a dissident member, uh, that uh, you, would, you would love to have somebody's image on a popular product for a hundred years. That's what people strive for. They spend their lives. Uh, many times uh, they get that kind of recognition because of great uh, heroics. And here you have it, and you want it off. I don't get that. Well, well, when you, made, when you got your picture on the Wheaties box, you, had, you made it. You, that means you've made it if you're on the Wheaties box. They usually put champions on there. Champions, breakfast of champions. Let me, uh, let me th- throw this at you, though. Now they're picking on the little people. Now, I don't know how many people know about Eliu uh, Yale. Of Yale University is named after, but he was a slave trader, and uh, he actually passed a law to put 10 slaves on every ship that left uh, Europe uh, coming to this country. Uh, He uh, worked through the Madras uh, in India, and and, uh, he was very corrupt. And I don't hear him going after Yale University, but I I believe Obama was, and a lot of uh, people graduated from there. And uh, if they're going to go after somebody, go after the big guys. Well, there are, if you're going to have a protest and it's going to uh, be important, you should put important people at the center of it. So nobody has to look it up on, on YouTube to find out what you're talking about. Make it somebody or something that people are aware of. Well, All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Next, uh, Frank in Tonawanda. We're always aware of Frank. You're on WBEN. Sure, uh your your successful report from Raswell. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, because we don't want to lose you to anything. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. And Bernadette doesn't want to lose me. Uh, we only have a few months until we're getting married. That'll be great. Well, that's good. I'm happy for you, too, on that account. You know, thank you. back to the uh, <laughs> this protesting, I used to be a really avid sports guy. I mean, if if it was on TV or I could go to the game, I would be there. I remember the Bills were in the, when they were in the old AFC back in the 60s. Uh, I, and then they went to the big time with the, the NFLs. I, 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 I watch soccer. I watch professional soccer in Europe. I watch, you know, I watch everything. But I'm getting so discouraged with these athletes. They talk about they don't get no respect. They don't have uh, 
they don't have the opportunities. Well, a lot of these pro athletes do have the opportunity. God gave them a, a God-given talent that they could play a sport and play it well. And they're being paid millions upon millions of dollars to play this game. And now for them to go out and want to take a knee and disrespect the flag of this country. You know, I, I just don't understand this. this. Try pulling this in China. Try pulling this in Russia. Try doing this in Turkey or one of these other countries. And see how far it gets you. You know, you won't even get the other knee on the ground before you're thrown in jail. And they should take, uh, they should take a little comprehensive history of their own race and find out how many successful black entrepreneurs have come down the road in the past century and a half. And, you know, you're talking like Washington Carver, the woman that, that developed the product for the, for the black woman. They now it's in Jet Magazine. If you, I, I can't remember her name, but she was a multimillionaire. She came from nothing. I, How about somebody very familiar? How about Oprah? She's a billionaire. Right. So you have all these successful black, black people or people of color that have really made a success out of their lives. Where are they? Where are these people coming to the front? Instead of denigrating this country and disrespecting the national anthem or the flag, how about getting up there and saying, you know what? God gave me this talent. They're paying me very well for this, and I'm very, very thankful. Now, if I can do it, you should be able to do it. That's a great motivating thing, and, and to me, the, the key is, is opportunity. Have you been given opportunity? And if you haven't taken advantage of it, tell your story. If you haven't, then you have a legitimate gripe. But I think it would be hard-pressed with all of the laws about equal opportunity and, and things of that ilk uh, to say you were never given an opportunity. That's not an ex- excuse now because I don't think it's, it's, it's real. Not now. I don't, I don't think so either because, you know, it, it starts in, in the schools and how they're taught, taught. They're not taught about American history anymore. They're not taught about European history. They're just talking about the present. And for a lot of these kids, the day they were born is when history started. That's exact. And with sports especially, the day they were born uh, was the day their sports started. Uh, they don't want to know about Jim Brown. They don't want to know uh, about Bob Cousy or anybody who legitimately were superstars but were before their time. They don't want to know about that. Everything starts with them. Right. And they have no uh, – it's, it's, like I said, it starts in the school system because – these kids are not taught what's going on with, with the, the history of their own country. They want to rip all these statues down, fine, rip them down. But you can't, repl- you can't erase history. History is there. It happened. The Revolutionary War happened. The Civil War happened. Spanish-American War happened. First World War happened. You know, they just don't understand. And, and then they go up there and they protest and they want to destroy everything that they don't like. Well, what's going to happen 25 or 30 years ago? When the next generation finds out that they don't like what these people are doing, are they going to? Well, that's true. And and uh, don't comp- uh, don't talk to me about not having any recognition. Look at how many times we have the Black Achievement Awards, the Black Movie Awards, uh, this, that, and the other thing. Miss Black America. You couldn't do it on the other side. You couldn't have the White Achievement Awards, whatever. So there's all kinds of opportunity. There's all kinds of publicity. You own half of the companies you work for. 
I don't see it. I just don't see it. Maybe uh, playing that card uh, works uh, to get people to buy tickets to whatever you're selling, but it doesn't work for Harmony. If you're talking about giving opportunities, taking them, and being successful, you, you, you don't seem willing to tell that story, which is an important story. You know, Sandy, I've always treated people as individuals, and I could care less about your, your, your race, your, what, your ethnicity, your, your religion. If I like you as a person and you treat me well, I could care less who you are. But I don't take a whole group of people and put them in that one bushel and say, they're all rotten, because it doesn't yeah. look like this. And, and don't try and tag us all with white guilt. I'm sorry. I don't have any white guilt. I have no need to have any white guilt, and I'm not buying your story. Thank you very much. Hey, you got to run. Thank you very much for the call. Uh, we'll go to break and then come back on News Radio 930 WBN. Uh, let's go to line four, which would be Mike on Grand Island. Mike, you're on WBEN. Good day, Sandy. Hello there, Mike. Really disheartened by this whole thing um not so much the aunt jemima and this and that uh i spent i spent 21 years in the military we uh we fought as a unit we stayed as a unit we were tight but we were all individuals because uh drew Brees wanted to have his opinion about this he was bastardized and he's not the running back he's quarterback because they're individuals and that's about as simple as i can put it what the demagogues are trying to do is place you all in one category like it was prior to 64 and just make you uh another piece of a negative or positive puzzle whichever you prefer it to be that's a good point. Uh, yeah, they try. we're always told not to judge things in groups, that we are all individuals, and that's the truth. We are. But when it doesn't suit their purpose, they're meaning anybody who would take an opposite point of view or somebody who is even neutral. Uh, Drew Brees is a good example. I'm glad you brought that up. This man has done all kinds of things for his community. Besides being good on the field, he's good off the field as well. And, and he was brought to his, his knees with all of the criticism when all he was doing was making sense. He had to apologize for uh, not just for his opinion, but I think he had to apologize for the perception of what he said, which is ridiculous. Uh, but that's the, that's the standard of which we uh, were judged now. Thank you, Mike. Uh, thank you very much. Now, let's see. We have about a minute and a half for me to explain what's coming up next. Uh, each year at Father's Day, or as close to Father's Day as we can get, uh, depending on my shift, uh, we play a song by Groucho Marx. Groucho is uh, one of the legendary uh, movie uh, and stage people. They used to try out all of their material on a stage before they even uh, went on uh, the movie screen with it. And it's, uh, it's tribute to his father. A tribute to Father's Day. But because it's Groucho Marx, it's an obvious spoof, tongue-in-cheek, but it's fun. It's fun, and that we wanted to end with something fun. I don't know about you, I got a knot in my stomach right now from this uh, uh, the subject that we've uh, had to discuss and things uh, going on today in the, uh, in the society of which we live. It's a great country, and anybody that doesn't recognize it 
and doesn't want to, they can have their own opinion. But why, why would you stay in this country or try and change it uh, by uh, demonizing it? I just don't get it. I have, bringing, I'm like you, Sandy. Knots every day. Yeah, bringing good people to their knees. That's not the right thing. So now, here as we say goodbye today, and won't see you until Monday, here's Groucho Marx and his tribute to Father's Day. Dear old dad, old dad, we love you so. Dear old dad, we are glad to be here with you on this day of days. And we swear always that we will be here on this day each year. Today, Father, is Father's Day, and we're giving you a tie. A tie. It's not much we know, it's just our way of showing you we think you're a regular guy. You say that it was nice of us to bother, but it really was a pleasure to fuss. Explain your relationship. For according to our mother, you're our father, and that's good enough for us. Bring in the chorus now. Groucho Marx. Today, Father is Father's Day. A day that we all revere. We all revere. The tie that you got didn't cost us a lot. But we will give you the same time next year. You tell us it was nice of us to bother, but it really was a pleasure to fuss. Here it is, here it is. For they say a child can only have one father. Not necessarily. And you are the one for us. Once more with feeling. Yes, you are the one for us. Happy Father's Day to everybody from Beach and Company. Groucho Marx. Sandy Beach WBEN studio rings out in support of those who rang the Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center victory bell today in celebration of a victory, large or small. 
wish we never had to leave the beach. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. What the hell do you know, you ignorant bastard? His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hiya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.